Hello, and welcome to The Good Night Show with me, Daniel Van Kirk. It is Thursday, September 3rd, around 12 a.m., Rochelle, Illinois time, and I am glad that you are here. Hey, I'm going to remind everybody that you can become a part of this show. All you have to do is send in your positive stories, sex and relationship questions, and recommendations for things to read and watch. I promise we have places for all of those to go. All you have to do is text or leave me a voicemail by calling 609-955. That's 609-644-4855. Or email thegoodnightpod at gmail.com. Hey, also, want to hang with me? Because these are a lot of fun. And we are uh, allowing now to get some people back in who have played before. So if you've already played and you're like, I want to do that again, let me know because I would love to have you back. We are doing so many different types of game nights. We're doing camp games. We're doing bingo night. And we are doing the standard game night, which is so much fun. Uh, I love that it incorporates the Jackbox game. It's just a great way to play and provides a lot of entertainment as well. So guess what? Here are the dates for those. We're doing camp games on Saturday, September 12th. 6 p.m. Rochelle time, 9 p.m. Rochelle time. Figure it out. If you want to play bingo, which was a whole thing, (laughs) it was a lot of fun. You can do that with me on Thursday, September 24th. The great thing about that is you win real prizes and we raise money for charity. It's just a great time. And it's it's like a, a radio show and a request line and a bingo game. That is Saturday, September 24th. And then Tuesday... Um, yeah, Thursday, September 24th, sorry. And then Tuesday, September 29th, we'll be doing a standard game night. If you've played before, come play again. If you haven't played, this is your chance to do that with me. Go to Daniel Van Kirk for all of those things. If you sent in an email before, and you already should have some sort of correspondence with Lissa, who helps me produce all of those um, game nights, just email her again. Say, I still really want to play. Or, uh, hey, if you can get me in, I would love to play again. Just let us know. I think we eventually will set up some sort of like Yvette Bright link thing, which I imagine will make it easier. But also right now, it's really personal. So reach out to me if you want to hang and do a game night with me. Camp game, bingo, game night. So many options to have a good time. Let's welcome to the show the producer of The Good Night Show, Noah Eberhardt. Noah, how are you, my man? I'm doing well, Dan. How are you? I'm good, dude. Have you... uh? You've been consuming a lot of media since it is Thursday and we cover things we've been entertained by. Yeah, you know, I've been I've been doing a little of this, a little bit of that. I've been playing a lot of Fall Guys, honestly. <laughs> really? As like my the way to wind down down my evenings. I finally won around. You won like so, the whole thing? Or you won yeah, one won, stage? No, I won like a whole round. A the, whole, the whole they show. They call them episodes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did it one time. Because my, uh, I have all these friends who are really good at it, and uh, they weren't bullying me, but I, I just felt like some extra pressure to like. What happens when you win? Anything special? You get more like points right. that you can use. But what was the final stage? Special. Do you remember? It was Fall Mountain. It was like a six-person Fall Mountain. I don't and even I just, think I've ever done Fall Mountain. It's it's a it's a race to the top of like a hill and there are balls coming down at you and spinny things and okay. uh it's a fun one but um i find that like i don't enjoy race. the team-based ones yeah that those it's are just so arbitrary yeah they're they are more fun i will say if you do have a group of people i've i've been oh, I bet. not 
you know, if you have three or three friends with you, they do place, if you're all in one group, they mm-hmm. will place you on the same team and then it's more fun and you can strategize. But yeah, otherwise, if you're true. just with randos, it's, yeah. yeah. You never know what you're going to get. I, I like Fall Guys. I think it's a fun, I think it's a nice little like, uh, like a little video game palette cleanser. Um, the only thing, my only drawback to it is the load times feel very long. Yeah. And like uh, when you go to the screen where they're going to show you how many like little points you've acquired, you should be able to clear out of that right away. Like if you don't care, just click X and go straight back into like setting up to, to play the next game. Um, but yeah, the load times, can, it, it, there are times they just feel so long, but it's a fun game. Yeah. I, I really like it as well. Uh, well, good. That kind of covers some video game talk. Well, let's talk about some television. I've been watching uh, my usual amount of t- TV, trying to pick up on good stuff that I'm enjoying. Thanks to you, I'm still like just deep in Alone. I, I love that show, dude. I can pick it up at any point in an episode. I could stop at any point in an episode and come back. I find myself like really wanting them to get back to people who are in it. I think I'm still in season three on Hulu and uh, I have people, you know, there's something like when you want someone to stay in the game and you can see them like teetering on the brink of like tapping out and then they, Mm -hmm. and then they catch a fish and you're so happy (laughs) for them because like, like it's, you know what it is? It's, it's real life like embodiments or examples of when Tom Hanks gets fire going and cast away. <laughs> exactly. It's so great. Uh, and it's, and the great thing about it is it's real and it feels like there's no bullshit to it. Like I don't like, we've talked about before how I like, um, I like that the great British bake off baking show or whatever is very like matter of fact, like you just do it. We're not trying to add anything else to it. If you drop your cake, it's going to be horrible, but we don't like, build all this suspense to it with this like super dramatic music. And then oftentimes like on the cooking channel or whatever it is, like they'll do a show where somebody's getting eliminated and, and they treat it like someone's dying. Like it's like drop lights and big dramatic music. So I love just how matter of fact alone is. There's not a lot of suspense to it. They do some good stuff with the score and the music, but it it's just, it's just very real. It feels like so. Um, I like that show a lot. I also checked out Love Fraud. Have you seen this, Noah? No, I haven't seen so it. So Love Fraud is a documentary series that just premiered on Showtime. It's kind of like a Dirty John type show. This guy is a piece of shit and cons these women. The pilot, the first episode, is available on YouTube. So even if you don't have Showtime, you can go check it out. It'll feel like a very long, you know, because it, it's about an hour, but it'll feel like a like a great first act of a 2020. Uh, obviously, the 2020 would get through all that part a lot quicker. It's got some great characters in it. The guy seems like a real piece of shit. Um, yeah, I would check it out. It's edited too on Showtime. So if you don't like cuss words or or you just need to know that going in, I think all they've edited out is cuss words uh, for YouTube. But the bad thing is, is there's no Showtime app for PlayStation 4. So I have no clue how I'm going to watch more of this. Um, I, I don't feel like adding it to my Amazon or, or whatever. If there was an app, I know that I could probably borrow a friend or family member's login info, but they don't have that for PlayStation 4. But I would if, if I end up getting a chance, I would definitely watch more of it. Love Fraud was pretty good. And then 
episode two of The Vow. Have you started The Vow, Noah? Not yet. I'm still saving it. Dude, don't. Get in so that we can talk about it. It's uh, right. it's the Nexium thing. I mean, it all started to unravel in this second episode. So what I kept wondering in the first episode is like, who is this? How do they have all this footage and all these recordings of all these conversations? So one of the main people in the show is a documentarian. And I'm not giving anything away by saying, because it just helps. If anything, it would help me. They could have done this in the first episode. They could have done this in, in the first 30 seconds. He's a documentarian. He ends up getting involved in this cult. And very early on in his time in, in Nexium, they encourage him to just start filming everything all the time. So he does. And then he never stops. And he also records every phone conversation. Yet. So this ended up being ripe for a documentary because they have everything. They have every, it's so it's crazy the amount of uh, like candid and interview moments that they have already built in and then obviously being able to talk to people who are in it and it starts we've started in episode two going down the road of how nefarious and secretive this was and what was really going on that a lot of people it seems like a lot of people who are in the cult had no idea was even happening they were definitely in the cult but it seemed very like uh oh i'm gonna let this I'm going to let them dictate my life because I'm getting so much out of it rather than I'm going to let them dictate my life. And, and secretly some people are being ruined because of it, but it's a, it's, it, it starts to get very dark. I feel like the next episode is going to really blow that wide open. So if you can watch the, the first two and then the third, by the time we talk next week, no, I promise, you know, and then you'll have saved half of it. And, uh, it would, I would love to hear what you think of it. I don't know if I've ever talked about this before, but really quick, every once in a while, if I need to put something on just to kind of ambiently have in the background, I highly recommend Great Cities Set to Jazz. Have we talked about that, Noah? I'm not sure. Well, uh, either way, if I did, about... I'm bringing it up again. It's on Amazon. Yeah. It's like B-roll. They call it slow TV. Slow TV is a type of genre. If you don't know what that is, Google it. You might enjoy it. Um, so there's a ton of slow TV available for Amazon, Amazon Prime. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just B-roll. If you don't know, B-roll is just kind of like they let they set up a camera and just let it run and you see stuff happen. It, like if they were doing a, um, a news story about uh, pet adoptions and then in between interviewing the person who owns a pet adoption place, they just showed like puppies playing around that footage, the puppy footage would be considered B-roll. It just supplements the story. Well, when something is entirely of B-roll, there is no story and you don't need there to be because you just kind of get lost in the B-roll of it. So uh, this is like just drone footage or just some stationary footage of cities and they set it to jazz. Highly recommend. Now, a movie, there's one I've been wanting to talk about for a couple of weeks, but I think we're going to push it again. I want to talk about class class action park. Did you watch this, Noah? No, but it's again, it's on my queue. It's on like HBO Max, right? Yes. And it is all about Action Park in Vernon, New Jersey, 45 within 45 miles of New York City, and Johnny Knoxville and Johnny Pemberton were in a movie about it. I can't remember what it was called, something like Death Park or something like that. I don't know. Um but uh it's a documentary about this real place that was a real park that had almost no rules and no safety oversight to it at all. And people got hurt 
and some people even died. Um, Chris Gethard is one of the people who are in, is interviewed about it. Uh, my friend Allison Becker, who's a, a great actress and comedian, she is somebody who's interviewed for it. She, they both went to it a lot when they were kids. And there are things in it that I would never go on. There are just rides. I just know the type of person and, and I am and kid that I was. I would never have gone on some of these rides, period. Isn't there like a water slide that had a loop-de-loop in it yes. or something? Yes, and that I don't insane. want to give anything away about it because there are the ways that they end up showing you how that that was so dangerous is horrifying. Um, ugh. <laughs> if you if anybody watched it, they know what I'm talking about. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it's a good doc. You know, it, it kind of the first half, it, and I saw a review that said the same thing. It makes it very fun, and then the second half makes you question whether or not any of this was worth it. But you know, I would definitely have gone. There was some stuff that were just kind of like an like you would get hurt if you were an idiot or like at your own risk, and those things I would do because I can control how I do it. There were some rides that like you you just didn't know if it was going to fuck you up or not. Um, and they served all this alcohol. It, it's wild. It's, I feel like there could even be another documentary made about it and maybe even another movie. Um, I, I kind of want to watch the Johnny Pemberton one, but uh, it was mm-hmm. good. I feel like if you did more of a like dazed and confused type version, like slice of life, uh, movie about this i would i would i would love to see it maybe it could still be written i don't know but i reckon i recommend it just be prepared that it it can get heavier and crazier than you might have anticipated the last thing i want to talk about before we go to break is a podcast recommendation i have called the cabin now i know right what could be more on brand for me if you're (laughs) a, a regular listener the cabin is from the people who make a tv show that my family's been loving for about two decades called discover Wisconsin, which is exactly what it sounds like it is. There's a, it's kind of like a local regional show in the Midwest where they just every week take you around to a different part of Wisconsin and highlight the people and places and events that happen in Wisconsin. Great, right? It's a perfect Saturday afternoon. And since it's like local regional, that's usually when it airs is like four o'clock on a Saturday. Perfect to take a nap to. I guess that kind of is a TV recommendation. If you have the ability, look, it might be on Roku, to be honest with you. If you have Roku and maybe Chromecast, you can search Discover Wisconsin and be able to watch it. Um, but they started a podcast in January called The Cabin. There's about 30 episodes available now. And it's great. It's just an audio version of them talking about it. If you like this show because it doesn't ask too much of you and is fun and informative, um, I would say... This is akin to that, but since it's Wisconsin, there's a lot of things you might not identify with, but it it could be very helpful for going to sleep. It's just charming and light. Uh, within the very first episode, first like two minutes of the first episode, they start talking about euchre. And if you know what that is, you get why that is wonderful. If you don't know what euchre is, learn, and maybe someday you'll get to play with me because that is a huge thing in my life. Noah, do you know what euchre is? I know it's a card game. Uh, I've played it a couple times, but I forget all the rules and I want to relearn it. Oh, I'll teach you anytime you want, buddy. Um, all right, let's take a quick little break. When we come back. We've got some uh, recommendations from you guys. We'll be right back. 
Hey, good night, gang member. I know that's like the nicest, friendliest gang I think we can be in, hopefully. Or at least the one you would enjoy the most. Well, I want to tell you about something else you might enjoy. I am now on Cameo. Yeah. I did it. And why did I do it? Because I like being able to send direct messages, video messages to people who enjoy what I do. So if you have someone in your life that you want to send a birthday wish to, because hopefully they're a fan of mine, that'd be crazy if you have me do one for your aunt and she doesn't even know me, but that's also totally fine. I'll do it. Or you just need me to tell someone in your life to help clean up this house. I'll do that too. Or maybe you just want some encouragement yourself being like, hey, Dan, this is something I'm dealing with right now. Would love to get your thoughts. And if you can help cheer me up or think about it in a different way, I would love to have a video of that. Well, now you can. All you have to do is go to Cameo, search for me, Daniel Van Kirk, or I have like a link tree, which is in my Twitter profile and my Instagram profile, as well as it's probably up at DanielVanKirk.com. You can find my Cameo there is what I'm trying to say. I will get the message to you right away. I don't think I've taken more than 24 hours for any of the ones that I've already done. It's also a really cool way for me to meet more of you. So let me know what you would like me to make a video about. Maybe tell me where you are or where the person that I'm sending this to or there. Any information you can give me is just going to make it all that much more fun. And it doesn't have to be something just like a birthday or an anniversary. Anything at all that you think it would be cool to have me make a message to you or to somebody you care about or maybe somebody you don't. Like I'll let your boyfriend know like, hey, I'm afraid it's not working out and you need to start focusing on this, these few things to make him or her happy or them. If you're in a throuple, I'll talk to both of them. Just let me know. Just go to cameo.com and uh, yeah, hit me up. All right. All right, we are back, everybody. I want to get through all these, but let me remind you, there's a Pen Pals live show. We just announced it Friday, September 25th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. That's Friday, 925, 6 p.m. Pacific. There is probably, I, if I had to guess, somewhere between 50 and 60 tickets left tops. There might be 20 and 30. I'll be honest with you, friends. I don't know if there's any. I'll tell you this, though, if we, if we already are sold out, if I find out this week that we already sold out, maybe we'll try to add an extra 20 because we'd love for some more people to be able to get in on this. If not, though, the best way for you to find out is if you can't make the show on the 25th, you should somehow hit me up on social media on the 26th and say, have you guys already picked another date? And I'll let you know and you can let Lissa know or hopefully by that time we have like some sort of event bright link and we can send it to you. But if you want in, do it now. The other thing I want to let you know about getting in on, this is also going to sell out Saturday, September 26th. That's the very next day. You could have a weekend of hanging with me if you want. In fact, you could do game night on the 24th. You could do pen pals on the 25th. And you could do Dumb People Town on the 26th or pick one. I'm giving you options. It's a live Dumb People Town with the Sklars and myself and Mike Berbiglia. That is September 26th, Saturday, 6.30 p.m. Pacific time. All right. Here's a text from the 518 area code that says, Hey, DVK, this is a response to your take on Lovecraft Country. All right. Let me know. I recommend listening to the companion podcast, Love craft country radio as it clears up a lot of the ambiguity of the show for example the plot device of the characters just forgetting the crazy stuff that happened to them the night before was intentional or is intentional what happened was a trans-dimensional insanity driving event that our brains aren't really meant to comprehend i read the book in preparation for the show and absolutely loved it i can tell you i think 
you'll like it overall if you stick it out, but the podcast will certainly help Jim in Albany, New York. Okay, Jim, I want to tell you this. I don't have an issue with people forgetting things. And so maybe I misspoke. My issue was the fact that no one wanted to talk about why the fuck that happened. So my, and I also don't have a problem comprehending why they would even use that device of forgetting things. My issue was characters, normal people would say, why do you think one thing happened and I don't? We need to talk about this right now. Now, like I said, I haven't watched the third episode yet, but I'm going to definitely give it a chance. It looked like it was getting more back to what it was in the in the pilot. So I have not completely written it off, but I just want to be clear. They want to say everybody forgot stuff because crazy shit happened. Fine. But if one person doesn't, it's lazy writing for me to have people not communicate with each other to be able to say, oh, that's why. This is my same issue with the Umbrella Academy. The Umbrella Academy would have been about five episodes if the characters talked to each other as much as the writers made it seem like they would or wanted to. But then they just inexplicably don't. Also, just not to argue with you, I don't think a show should have to have a podcast to make the show better. The show might be able to make the podcast better, but if you need to, you need to pull it off in a self-contained way of what you're doing from frame one to the final frame. If I have to go watch a podcast to make it better, I, that's not that's not good enough for me. Now, if I love the show, it can be heightened by listening to the podcast. Don't get me wrong. The Chernobyl podcast was great supplemental enjoyment for watching the show, but I didn't need the podcast to love the show. Also, to each their own. I could end up being like, not for me. That doesn't mean it isn't great for you. I'm not the authority on this. Nobody's the authority on what you enjoy. Okay? It's okay to like Nickelback. In fact, it's almost become cool because it's so dumb to not. I have an email from a listener named Nathan. To offer a TV recommendation, I cannot recommend Angie Tribeca highly enough. I've had it on my list as Steve Carell produced it. And man, it's one of the funniest, silliest shows I've ever seen. If you love Naked Gun and airplane movies, you'll love the four seasons that of this that are available on Hulu starring Rashida Jones as a detective. Just goddamn hilarious. Please enjoy and keep everything up. Nathan. Thanks so much, Nathan. I have a friend who's actually in that show, but just due to not having cable at the time that it was airing on TBS, I never checked it out. So uh, maybe I'll go back and do that. I'll definitely uh, put it in put it in my mind as something I could uh, check out because I might enjoy it. So thanks so much. We also have a music recommendation from a uh, listener named Nikki. This was an email. It says, hi, Daniel and Noah. My husband, Patrick, and I had the best time at bingo night. Love hearing that. Even with kids distracting us. Before we saw the music requests were 70s, 80s, and 90s themed, we suggested the Teskey Brothers, which is a song... Um, which their song is Man of the Universe, so good and worth a listen. So I pulled up iTunes. Let's listen to a little bit of the preview of this song and see what we think. Ooh, it jumps right in. I dig it. I dig it. It feels a little bit like um, it feels a little bit like uh, Nathaniel Ratliff in the Night Sweats. Is that what it is? Is that what it is, Noah? Do you know? 
I don't um, actually know. It, uh, but I, I liked it. Or like the Black Crows, maybe. Feels a little bit like that as well. Noah, are you familiar with them or no? Are you just ghosting on me or could I not hear you for I'm, some reason? I think I uh, couldn't hear no, you. I, okay. No. You can't hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, yeah. I think it was oh, me great. on my end. What were you saying? Did, you, did it feel like a little bit like Nathaniel Ratliff to you? Um, I haven't heard Nathaniel Ratliff. Ooh, you should um, check so them I, out. I couldn't tell you. Listen to the song Worry Me. It's so... So, so good. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely listen to more of that. So thanks for the recommendation. I appreciate it. And uh, thanks, Nikki, for playing Bingo Night as well. I hope you play again. That was just a good time. All right. As we get out of here, I like to end the show on Thursdays with my own recommendation. I don't know if I've ever played this before. To be honest, I don't care. This is one of the joys of being my show. The song is called Our World. If that sounds familiar, I'll tell you why in a second. It is by My Morning Jacket, but the band recorded a cover of Our World because it is a song from the 1977 Muppets Christmas special Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. They did this for the Green Album, which is a disc of Muppet covers that was released around the same time as the Muppets movie from 2011. So this song I just think is great. It's also to me like uh, I spent a lot of my time wishing things were better. I want to be more hopeful that they will be in the soon future or any day. I'll take it. Um, and this kind of song evokes a little bit of that emotion. I I want to be as uh, hopeful as this song is, but I also think that's just really, really good. Again, it is called Our World. It's a cover from Edmund Otter's Jug Band Christmas, but it is performed by My Morning Jacket. If you want to check this out, go look up the Green Album. There's a lot of great covers on there. Let's listen to a little bit of this, and then I'll say goodnight. We're closer now than ever before. How much alike we are, perhaps we're almost brothers. There's love in our world and we're showing it more We even think the same, you know there may be others Our world says welcome stranger, everybody's a friend We can always use a friend, favorite stories to tell In our Tonight's episode of The Good Night Show was produced by Noah Eberhardt. It was engineered and mixed by Brendan Lynch-Solomon with production assistance from Lissa Rubin. The theme music was composed by Chad Bouchard and the artwork was created by C.M. Dugan. Check out more of his work at cmdugan.com. If you enjoyed tonight's show, you can get more content at patreon.com slash thegoodnightshow. There you'll find our weekend edition as well as exclusive back page and mystery episodes plus much more. Three Patreon tiers are available and the most comprehensive option is less than $10 a month. The Good Night Show is not part of any network, which means your proceeds, your support goes directly to the people and costs that keep this show in the air. Another way to support is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes tunes and just tell everyone you know about this little show thank you again for listening i'm daniel van kirk and remember no man is a failure who has friends good night good night